Hi, welcome to another teaching message from Sycamore Church, Ibadan, Nigeria. I'm not going to say most of the things I've said in the first service. You can get um, the clip and then you can listen. But as far as to say that you need men, no human being is an island of perfection. So all of us at different times we need people in our network and your relationship network is going to be your social capital and we we'll try to look into the reasons the word of god why you will need people god is going to come your way good big mighty but it's going to come through the instrument of human beings god is deliberate about the kind of people you have in your circle of network the kind of people around you. And you also must be very, very deliberate about people that you call friends, people that you have in your circle of network. And then we have moved to talk about, so what's our commitment? How do we get to be deliberate and audit our network and make sure that we have the right connections that can prepare to a greater, bigger experience in destiny. Okay, so uh, out of seven points I've given two, and I'm moving to number three. So let's just go on from number three. Now Luke chapter seven and verse 44 to 48. The web translation of the Holy Bible, Luke chapter seven, verse 44 to 46. Turning to the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? Come on, pause a little bit. Do you see this woman? That can be like anybody. That can be like, of course, Mary or Bethany is different from Mary the Magdalene, uh, different from Mary the mother of Jesus. I think about seven different Marys in the New Testament only. And most of the times when preachers are preaching about Mary, they often mix them up. This particular lady here is the Mary of Bethany. This Mary of Bethany happens to be the sister of Martha. Yeah, of course, we all know Mata, and people have made so much jest about Mata for cooking for Jesus. Possibly, if I were to also be in Mata's shoe, maybe I would have done the same thing. I would like have a man like Jesus in my house, and I would want to set a table before him. So let's not talk about Mata. So there are different Marys, but this particular Mary of Bethany, and Jesus Christ, the Bible says, turning to the woman, he paused to look in the direction of this woman and he said to Simon, do you see this woman? And I'm not listening to the commendation of Jesus Christ. And I, I entered into your house and you gave me no water. So you don't blame her, right? You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with a hair of her head. Verse 45. You gave me no kiss. But she, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You didn't anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, our sins, which are many, are forgiven. Our sins, which are many, are forgiven, not because she fasted. Our sins, which are many, are forgiven, not because she prayed. Our sins, which are many, are forgiven, not because she has gone to the mountain to go and spend 30 days and 30 nights to pray for mercy, forgiveness. How, she, how did she obtain forgiveness? The Bible says because she loved 
much. She, she got the attention of the master because she loved. She gave three different things to the master which other people would take for granted. She gave her tears, she gave her, her hair, and then she gave her very expensive perfume. Hmm. She gave her tears and I said, that's a passion. That's a passion. Nigerians are so rigid and before Nigerians, we worship up to a level where they cry. But the way you are with these Westerners, before you say Jack, they're already crying. <laughs> they cry a lot. They cry a lot. As if, and then you begin to wonder. But in Nigeria, before you will sing or do anything to a level where people say, oh God, and then they are crying. Ah! <laughs> Even after I pass, you will have done <laughs> so much, much work before they can get to that level. But look at that. This man was so passionate that she was so broken that she gave her tears. That was her passion. And Jesus took notes. She also gave her hair. That was her glory. Because Paul made us understand that a woman's hair is a glory. And uh, you know, I've been told some women spend, some women spend as much as over a million naira to buy some. Over a million naira. That's amazing. Guys, can you hear that? If you are single, last time you see a lady and you are admiring her, you've got to ask her, how much is that hair? <laughs> Less you like her with her hair, and then you think when you get married to her, you would ask her, can't you go for 25,000 or something? She's wearing one million plus hair as at the time you are meeting her. Don't think that when she gets married to you, she's going to step down. No. So you are buying the total package. So he, Sorry, come on, let's come to the message. The total package. But then, that is her glory. It was so important to her, but she didn't care. She didn't, have, you ever, have you ever, I don't know, if you have a very beautiful car, and then you take time to wash your car, and you're driving to church, and you see some members of the church, and they are trekking, and it had just, it had just rained, and they are trekking, and then they are carrying sand and all that, and you want to give them right, and, and as they are bringing their leg into your car, bringing the sun, you are feeling like, oh God, you know that kind of thing. But she didn't care. She didn't care. That's my glory. That's my beauty. But I didn't, I didn't care. And she was like, my glory for your feet, oh God. She gave it. Not only that, she gave a very expensive perfume. Ah, there are perfume, there are, there are perfume. Oh, come on, believe me. There are perfume that when you put on yourself in your bedroom, it's going to smell so nice before you get to the living room. It's no longer smelly. That's also perfume. That's also perfume. Somebody came around and gave me a gift this August, this year, a particular perfume. I went to fellow was over. I felt, oh, well, I'm just seeing this. And then I decided to Google it. And I discovered that that particular fragrance is a 2023 model. They just made it. And then I tried to check the price. And I realized that the least price I could see online, the least I could see, and I don't even know where I could get the owner, was one small bottle like this, 260,000 naira. One small bottle like this. And then I said, this is not the kind of perfume you use anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like perfume, so I use perfume a lot, my body way. If you get close to me, you can't, you can't perceive one particular fragrance and say, yeah, that's the perfume he's using. Because I always use three per time. <laughs> that, see, I, I just, so I, I don't want you to be able to know 
which one in particular I have used. But when I saw the price of this one, I said, ah, <laughs> special occasions. <laughs> that is, that's the one I'm going to use. Okay, so now, but this woman has, I'm so sure her perfume will be more than 260,000 naira. But she didn't, she didn't care. If for Jesus, she broke it and then she sprayed it on Jesus. As a matter of fact, only two people will leave that particular occasion and still go home with that particular fragrance. This woman and Jesus only. The rest of them were not partakers of this. She also kissed the feet of Jesus and Jesus noted it. Jesus forgave all her sins. Not only that, Jesus immortalized her wherever the gospel is preached. What this woman has done will be mentioned. Now, so now here, don't always think about what you can get from people if you are going to build a solid relationship. Don't always think about what people can give you. You also begin to think about what you can give people. That's relationship. The rich people also have names. And Jesus was heavily anointed, but then he needed someone to give him water. Jesus was heavily anointed, but then he needed someone to also show him love that I care. Most of the time, pastors, people expect pastors to show love, but many times people don't show love to pastors. They think that they are alpha and omega of everything. But people can show a little love to people. One time I was going to Port-a-Court, um on, a, on, a, on an assignment, and then I thought about the particular couple, and I was just thinking, what gift can I take along for them? And for the husband, I just thought of going with a clipper. Just clipper. This man at the time had been the deputy speaker of House of Assembly in the River State. And so he had money, he had, he had connections, he had influence. And then I just went with just a clipper for this man. And you know what happened. When I got to his house and I said, I just, I just want to give you this gift. You know what he said? He said he's been wanting to own a clipper, but he doesn't have one. Now, now do you want to say he doesn't have money to buy? He has a need, but nobody ever thought about it. He said people don't even give him a gift. And in response, what I did, he gave me a car, a Sienna. You said, hey, because you will like that part. (laughs) Don't always think about what you can take from people. Think more about what you can do for people. A little, a little uh, hi, a little good morning, a, a little uh, compliment. You look good. Your shirt is fine. Your, your shoe is beautiful. You, your color combination is okay. Just as little as that, you may not know that you are actually giving millions to someone. Don't go to people and you always talk about your own needs around them. You want to talk about your children only, your children's fees, your house strength, your lack of food. And, and when you go to people and you only talk about your own, you're going to weary them and you will lose your social capital. Think about what you can give them. If you must build your connections with people, begin to think more about what you can give to people than what you can take from people. Number four, in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 20, Matthew 16 and verse 20. Then he strictly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Okay? He strictly warned them, don't tell anyone he was the Messiah. Now, so this is the, the principle here is that in relationship, you, you will have privilege of access to some people. 
And you need to understand this principle that when you have the privilege of access to some people, you must not abuse <laughs> your social capital. You must understand that this is a privilege. When you have access to some influential people, and God is going to connect you to a lot of relevant people. So I mentioned the first service how I got to Sycamore State in Albany, the capital of New York State. And then, so somebody, I, I was in a particular church, and then somebody was like telling a prof that, uh, oh, we have somebody from Nigeria, he's by the name, and the fellow said, oh, my son is one of the assistants to the American vice president, Kamala Harris. And it's like, uh, can we arrange a meeting for that man you said from Nigeria to meet with Kamala Harris? Wow. What a, what, what a great privilege that I'm going to walk into the office of the vice president to have a meeting. Unfortunately, of course, I've scheduled my meeting with my return ticket. By the time they would think about fixing the date, I was already in Nigeria. So I look forward to that, to that, I look forward to that meeting again, meeting with Kamala Harris. But then look at it. So if you have the opportunity of meeting with the governor, meeting with the president, meeting with influential people, you have the opportunity of meeting with Florence Walakija, you, you have opportunity of, of being with uh, influential people, the rich, the politicians, the kings, the governors, the ambassadors. If you have the opportunity, there are certain things that in the course of interacting with them, you will hear some things from their mouth. They are classified information. Jesus said, tell no one. Yeah. So if you are going to build very rich network, you must understand this principle that when you relate with such people, certain classified information you hear from their mouth are not for public consumption. If you do, you will lose them. Don't begin to go about and boast and say, I'm just coming from the governor. He said this. He said that. He said that. So don't divulge sacred information. Jesus strictly instructed disciples not to tell everyone who he was until at another time, if your, if your relationship network will be buoyant, you must be disciplined enough not to run your mouth on classified information that you hear from privileged relationships. Do I need to say that again? Do I need to say that again? If you must build your relationship network, you must... If your relationship network is going to be buoyant, you must be disciplined enough not to run your mouth on classified information. Otherwise, you will lose our relationship. Number five, I'm running quickly. Second Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 13. Second Corinthians 2 and verse 13, the easy English Bible says, But in my spirit, I could not rest because I could not find my friend, Titus. So I said goodbye to the people there and I traveled on to Macedonia. If you want to build your relationship network and connect, you must be deliberate about it. It's a wise thing to check on friends from time to time and find out how they are fearing. It's also wise to pray and intercede for friends from time to time and bear their body. 
If you have a friend and a name just drops in your spirit, don't say, oh, what may be happening to GD, GD, GD? Why is GD coming to my heart? Don't say, when I get home in the night, I'm going to pray for GD. No. That particular moment you may be driving, drop a word of prayer for GD. You may not know what GD is going through. All right, so it's wise to pray and intercede for people. I've said it is good to check on people. It is good to pray for people. Listen to this number three. It's also wise to bless your friends with material things even when they don't ask you for it. Not just because they're having a bad day. That you become deliberate in blessing your friends with material things, with gifts, even when they don't ask for it. It's also wise to do that from time to time. Look for spontaneous occasions. And I tell you, you have a good pastor. Uh, pastor Lumudi knows how to do that very well. I'm so sure you will have taught you some of these things I'm saying. Uh, when, when I handed over the church, the very day I handed over the church in 2020, and then we got back home and I was like, wow, thank you, Lord. Guess who knocked on my door? Pastor Tolu <laughs> sent me a very beautiful tropilo from Sycamore Church. Wow. I make sure that that tropilo, they didn't just leave that, so I treasure it. I kept in a special place in the house. Forever and ever. It must remain new. I told my wife, this one true pillow is not the one everybody can touch. And No, this one is so special. And again, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And you do that. But hear me, friends. It's a bad thing to only call on people when you're in need. If you check it, there will be a friend of yours that the only time he will call you is that, can I get 3K? You know, so you know those friends? Can I get 2K? It's an insult. When you call on people, when you, it means that you're only interested in the pocket of people. You're not interested in their well-being. You don't know what they are going through. That is not the good thing to do. Relationships that are, that are after the pocket of people and not after their well-being with brain network. Any relationship that is after the pocket of others and not their well-being will never last. That is a toxic relationship and it comes with debit alert. <laughs> Check on people. Check on people. Be genuinely concerned about their well-being. Be interested in their heart and not their pockets. Paul was really troubled in his spirit when he couldn't hear from, from his friend Titus. He shared every other thing to go and look for Titus. That is relationship. I've had cause to travel down to Port just to go and check on a brother who was my roommate when we were in school. And I just, he got married, we couldn't see for long, I got married, and then I traveled just to go and see him. How are you doing, brother? So tell me, how did you get your wife and all that? And then we just said for like two days, and I said, I'm going back to my And he said, is that the way in Port I said, that's all. Just to check on you. I've had to do that. I've had to be in the U.S. and went to several different states looking for every brother and sister I've known from Nigeria who are now into ministry in the U.S. In three weeks, I was in seven different states, I mean, seven different states, 28 different cities. And, and, and I was just moving from one place to another, not to preach. I, I didn't preach throughout. And I will get to this place, come and take me to your church, and I will get it. Whether there's service or no service, I will get there, and I will just pray, and I will lay my seat on the altar, and I will go. Now, when I go to the U.S. now, I don't beg for preaching. 
In fact, most of the times, if there are too many, and I have to say, I'm so sorry, I can only do virtual administration for you because I can't leave where I am. And when I go to Esna, I don't need to stay for too long. I, I go for a short period and I'm done. And then I go that way. But look at the principle here. Look at the principle here. Look for people. The, the, the friends of Job, when they heard about, about the predicament of their friend, they said, they said, we'll go to go and comfort our friend. At times, at times, yeah, phone call may be good. Yeah, it's okay. But there are some times that you will need to travel. I had, I had a particular sister that I've known, and then there were three sisters, and two of them, including their mother, had died of cancer or something. So when the last one also died, I felt that this sister at this moment would be so afraid. I took my khaki and I traveled down. Just to go and tell her that you will not die that way. You will live long. That moment when she was so naked and she was so cold, she just needed someone to be there for her. By the way, in grief counseling, it is not time to preach. It is not time to ask questions. How did it happen? Most of the time when people are grieving, all they need is somebody who can wrap his or her hand around them and say, you will overcome. Full stop. Not the question of where Momara no no kind of a thing. No, no kind of a thing. No, go for you. Go for you. Number six. In Luke chapter 12, verse 13 to 14. Luke chapter 12, verse 13 to 14. Luke 12, 13, 14. Did you get it? Luke chapter 12, verse 13 to 14. Web translations. One of the multitudes said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? You know what that means? We are building a relationship network. Learn to respect spaces. You don't need, if you're going to enjoy a good relationship network, don't force your own preference, your likeness, your taste on your friends. You don't like big things. You like your things to be small. You don't need to force your friends to also like small things. You like big things. You have a friend who doesn't like big things. You don't need to force your friend to like big things. Celebrate and respect your friend for who he is. And this is a very deep thing. When people don't have understanding about how to respect spaces, they want to force their ideology, their philosophies, their opinions, their lies, their taste down the throat of their friends. You're going to lose your friends very fast. Very, very fast. Very, very fast. Very, very fast. Understand that our opinions differ in life. And we don't need to have same taste. Everybody has rights. So is our opinion, however, every opinion can never be right. Oh, can I say that again? Every man has right to his opinion. However, every opinion can never be right. If you are going to build very robust relationships, one of the things you need to understand is that uh, never judge your friends. Have the presence of mind to celebrate them genuinely when they are doing good. And if they need to be corrected, correct them only in love. Oh, come on. My definition of maturity is the capacity to, to celebrate the opposition 
when they are doing the right thing and to be able to correct in love your pal when he's doing the wrong thing. If you flip it, it's immaturity. Good. If you flip it, it's immaturity. Because the fellow is not in your camp, he's doing well, but because he's not in your camp, the well he's doing is not well. But your pal is doing an obvious wrong thing. But because it's your pal, how many against you, the baby kind of a thing. Nigerians are learning it faster now. Huh? Now that is not valid all times. At all times. If you don't know what I've said, don't worry yourself. <laughs> don't worry, worry yourself. If you are going to enjoy a relationship, one of the things you need to learn very fast is to look away from people's flaws. Look for strength in people and connect with that. None of us is perfect. None of us are an island of perfection. All of us, including me, we have our shortcomings. But if you're going to build a good, solid relationship, you must learn to look away from people's weaknesses and personality flaws and look for strength. Where is the energy of this fellow? And connect with that, celebrate more of that, talk more about that, call that forth the more. And when you do that, you will build a solid, formidable relationship network. I love Jesus. He understood space in relationship and he respected it. Yes, he is the savior. But he needed not to put his mouth, quote unquote, put his mouth in how brothers are sharing their inheritance. So go and share anyhow. That's not my business. You should know which one is not your business. That should be the role of somebody else. It is called space. When you don't necessarily need to get interested in everything about your friend with an intention to be the judge and arbitrator. That is what relationship network is all about. Do well to honor and respect space. Choices, likes, preferences, a style of your friend. Number seven, I need to close. Psalm 25 and verse 14. Psalm 25 and verse 14, the relationship of the Lord, KJV. The relationship of the Lord is with those who fear him. He will show them his covenant. Every man, every man needs help, but not from everybody. You will need to hear that twice. Every man, every man, every man needs help. But help cannot come from everybody. You can't make and keep every Tom, Dick, and Harry as friends. You've got to be deliberate, and that's where I'm closing it. You've got to be deliberate about people in your circle of friendship. God is very selective. That is what that psalm is saying. God, even God, the almighty God, is very selective of who is part of his network. He knew the investment of covenant that will benefit whoever is going to be in his circle. If you don't want to live in a closed system and be exposed to our own ideas only, we need the gift of right friendships in destiny. A casual friend will tell you what you want to hear. But a friend in destiny will always tell you what you need to hear. Get. Reprove a friend, Proverbs 27 and verse 6 says, 
Reproof of a friend given in love, the reproof of a friend given in love is far better than insincere expression of affection. To build your network, therefore, these eight things, take note of them, and I'm not going to expand shit. These build friends who are, number one, truthful to you, not psychopaths. Number two, look for friends that are better than you in your own area of weakness. Number three, look for friends who bring balance to your weakness. Friends who will be your highs where you can see. Number I shared that in the, in the first half. Friends who will be your leg where you can walk. Friends who will be your voice where you can speak. Number four, look for friends who can, can stretch, can motivate, and can encourage you. There are people when you talk to them one word, they hear it once, they obey, they act on it. There are people that you tell them, you will need to tell them ten times before they can act on it. There are people that you will need to tell them 1,001 times they will still not hear. You will need to pull them by the hand and say, you must do this. Know where your weakness is and look for friends that way. Who will not just talk, but they can motivate you. Number five, look for friends who share the same kingdom values as you have. Not those who are going to lure you out of covenant relationship with the almighty God. Number six, look for friends who have passion for knowledge. When I mean knowledge, I'm not just talking about academic knowledge. I don't have the luxury of time to explain. Knowledge is vast. Knowledge is deep. Knowledge is wide. There are celestial knowledge and there are terrestrial knowledge. By celestial knowledge, I'm not talking about celestial church. I'm talking about the realm of spiritual revelation. And it's big, it's wide. And there are also terrestrial knowledge to unlock it. Be deliberate about friends who are passionate to know. Number seven, be deliberate about friends whose vision and purpose will advance you. We move you forward. That when you hang around them, the conversation is going to charge you. If you have a friend that whenever you hang around them, either you, you leave the place, you always feel dejected and lesser. Please stop visiting them. And number eight, be deliberate about people who will be genuine about your success. Not people who are envious of your progress. This is my submission. According to Proverbs 18 and 24, any of you who want to build social capital must also be friendly. What you expect of people, you also become. When you become what you expect of people, you will realize that more people will come to your light. I commend you to God and to his word of his grace. I commend you to the wisdom and the blessings of God. I commend you to God's grace and I pray today that the almighty God will bring your way relevant people. God will connect you to relevant people and God will not stop 
until you become a global citizen in the name of the Lord Jesus. Everyone and anyone that is not relevant to your life, God will take them far away from you. But everyone that is relevant to your life, everyone that become a catalyst to your enthronement, the almighty God will bring them your way this week. Your steps will be ordered by the Lord in the precious name of Jesus. As you depart from me today, you will get to the sepulchre of Rachel and you will meet men who will tell you that the donkey you are looking for has been found. As you depart from the service today, you will meet information carriers People who have answers to your question. This is the week that you will connect with them. Those who have solutions to your agitations, you will connect with them in the name of Jesus. And the man of God said, you will go further and you will see meet men that are going to Bethel. They will give you out of the substance they are carrying, every substance carrier who asks what you need and you need it but you don't have it. I pray that the Lord will connect you with such people this week in the name of Jesus. And the man of God said, it's not going to stop there. He said, you will go further and you will get to the heel of the Lord. A company of prophets will be prophesying and you will join them and you will prophesy also. And it became a proverb that is Saul also among the prophets. That which God will need to do that will change your past and birth a new order, a new season. That which will make you to speak about lack in past tense. That which will make you to speak about bad experiences in past tense. And ushering a new season this week. I stand in the priesthood office and I pray, God of heaven, we make it happen to you. For in Jesus' glorious name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us here at Sycamore Church. If you pray that prayer at the end, we are so excited about your decision for Jesus and we would love to help you get established in your relationship with him. So please let us know about your decision at www.sycamore.church forward slash Jesus. There you'll also find all kinds of resources to help you build your relationship with Jesus. If you enjoyed this message, we would love for you to subscribe wherever you are listening or visit www.sycamore.church forward slash resources. Again, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.